y'all. Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two friends recap and review romance novels while giggling and occasionally going off on semi-related tangents. Erin and I want to take a quick second to thank all of those who have given us ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. It seriously means so much that you've taken that time for us, and it helps others find our little pod. Also, big news, after all of your feedback, we started the Facebook group. You can meet and chat with each other at our Facebook group, Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. That's right. We decided the jig was already up. All right, HBs, let's dig into the second part of Beard Science by Penny Reed. Cletus and Jennifer deserve their sexy times too, right? Okay, hi, Erin. Hey, Mel. <laughs> hey, yeah, Erin, I was thinking the other day, Actually, I've been thinking a lot about who I would cast you in as a, as a movie. <laughs> who I would cast you in a movie. What? Who I'd cast as Wait, you I want to know movie. what movie you would cast me as. <laughs> what? Who you would cast me in as a movie. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I am not prepared to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> Although... I just um, came to the realization that I am a completely different character in my brain from one of my favorite childhood movies. Which is? And it was, well, I did a whole social media thing. So HBs, I'm sorry if you already know this, but I fucking loved Grease when I was young. Mm -hmm. And of course, I always thought I was Sandy, the sought after beautiful. You thought you were a Sandy? I mean, I wanted to be Sandy. You know what I mean? It was aspirational. I was no 10 one at the wants time. to be Sandy. Her friends threw yeah. a sleepover to make fun of her. Fair, no one fair, wants no. to be Sandy. The I only person you. in that movie that likes Sandy is John Travolta. He's mm. the only one. Everyone fair. else is like her. Everyone else. I know. I know. But in kid brain, mm-hmm. I was like, Sandy is the one the boy wants. Uh-huh. So sure. Sandy is the one I want to be. She also wasn't the one who had a pregnancy scare. And I was very attuned <laughs> to pregnancy scares, having a uh, an, a newborn brother at the age of nine. Uh-huh. Uh, I've always been terrified of getting pregnant. I was going to say, like, you know, in theory, Rizzo is also the one the boys want. And get. Yeah. <laughs> now. No, her womb obviously worked at that mm-hmm. point, and I was not in it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. She was no, pretty okay. close to menopause, I think, when she filmed that movie. Wow. So. It's like 45, Fair. like a hard 30 when that movie was filmed. <laughs> I know. Do you remember the actress who played Cha Cha Gabor? She yeah. was, she had to be 47. Oh, yeah. Like hot. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong, but not at all a teenager. Oh, and Stalker Channing's still hot, but also oh, not a still teenager. Anyway, so I interrupted you like 16 times when all you're trying to say is one simple thing. What's up? You're fine. You're fine. I, um, I would be Jan. Is she the I real weird totally... one? She, yeah. Fair. She's the one who, who uh, always has like the, the pigtails. She always asks for TMI. She's the one in, um, in the, the gum. Tell Me More song. She always has does, gum, um, right? Maybe. Ooh, we just lost a listener. Sorry, that. guys. Yeah, don't do Sorry. that. <laughs> <laughs> Unsubscribe. Um, Mouth sound. Nope. 
she <laughs> she's the one who always um who said like tell me more tell me more like does he have a car like she's she's not she's not uh, she doesn't mince words arjan she's also the one who performed the uh brush up brush up brush up with the new ipana song on, at the sleepover that. i was not a big grease fan <laughs> listen it's the only way i can get ember to let me brush his teeth right now i have oh. to i have to quote unquote sing the song uh-huh otherwise he won't let me get near his little chompers so uh that's actually how i came to this realization i was doing different yet no less roaring renditions of the brusha song <laughs> for ember <laughs> and i realized then and there i wasn't a sandy Honestly, it was of course a jam it just blew my mind just now that your child has teeth like it just blew my mind like, oh he has a full, full set of i'm teeth. sure yeah i'm sure he's got a whole yeah. set of them but i was just like does. what didn't that thing just come out like we've already I mean, got yeah. teeth i feel the same way i yeah. feel the same way but no his uh his second birthday is next month and i don't know what to do about it that doesn't give me any more knowledge about like whether he should have teeth like you can throw any number out there and you know what? Thanks for saying second birthday and not 24 month birthday. That's Thank not you. how that works. I don't it's know how it works. But <laughs> you I also have it. no curiosity about how it works. No, I don't want this is this is like <laughs> me talking about all the England Times things in <laughs> Nine Rules to Break. I'm like, I don't want to know the answers. I just want to no, tell I, you that I don't know the information. I completely hear you. Yeah, and that's why I have stopped attempting to explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. okay so fess who up. Who would play Aaron, me in a movie? This was supposed to be you. What movie this would was... play me in a movie? <laughs> Tell me. Is it okay. gonna upset me? Uh, I don't. You I have a look not. on your face like it's gonna no. upset me. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't think it's gonna upset you. I'm just gonna think. I I sort of think you might think it's like a cop out because. I, I just like have you inextricably linked with this person in my brain. That's how I that's how I have you and Laura Dern. You are tied together. Yeah, but I've never in my heard brain. that before. I'm surprised I've never told you that before. I know, but also like Laura Dern is such a flamingo, you know, <laughs> and like I'm like uh-huh. I'm such a dragon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listener, if you're still out there, I don't know if you are. Uh, Melody just like flailed her arms in like a flying <laughs> motion. <laughs> Why didn't you say dragon when we did the when we did the animals? What animal we would be when we did the Bridget oh. one? Oh, because we don't know enough about how dragons care for their young. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's the reason why. Like you thought about it, and then you're like. <laughs> We don't know enough about their parenting skills. Right yeah, off I, the list. I know that uh, otters are super snugglers, which is basically who I am as a mom. Yeah, well, we know and some so, other stuff about otters. Well, I didn't know. know that. And we also, I mean, I'm just going to think that the mythical creature does not rape things to death and then become necrophilic. That's just what I'm going to think. Yeah, I don't know. I'll hey, allow do- them to eat other dragon's eggs. We got an, them to do that. We got an otter pelt last weekend. Did you see? Did <gasps> I show you? I did. Yeah, you sent me that photo. Yeah, we got it at the auction. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I just I'm just saying this because I feel like we could stand to lose some more listeners <laughs> in the <laughs> Yeah, carry on. <laughs> so we went to the Alaskan festival for rendezvous. That is fur, one word, mm-hmm. and then rendezvous, second word. It's when all the fur trappers rendezvous 
in the city of Anchorage and sell all their furs historically. And it's become a big uh, festival where there's snow carving competitions and there's running with the reindeer and there's outhouse races and there's what else do we have the start of the Iditarod wait I'm sorry can you back up to outhouse races yeah you like make an outhouse you build an outhouse oh. and then you have to put it on skis and then somebody has and to pull and who's pooping no while one's pooping like it's not a functioning <laughs> outhouse but you have to have somebody in there pooping and then no they don't have to be pooping <laughs> ideally <laughs> I like the idea that if you entered, you'd be like, the person in there has to be pooping. <laughs> I can't be in there because I'm not going to poop. <laughs> um, but then you raise it. So there's like one where it's like you have to have three people and one where it's just one and somebody pulls it and it's a whole thing. I thought it was going to be more like like racing to the outhouse. <laughs> Get out of the way. Racing. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> no, it's Ooh, fun because they put them on skis and all the streets are filled with snow. So then you, there's like a, a turnaround point and usually the mm-hmm. turnaround point, they all like tip over and stuff. It's funny. Oh, man. That reminds me of American Vandal when they when they push over the outhouse mm-hmm. <laughs> in the YouTube video. Yeah. Oh, that thing was so good. If there's no poop involved. I just want to say it Fair. one more time. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, so you got that at an auction, and wasn't that like a charity auction? It wasn't a charity auction. They have different auctions. Like some of them are, uh, they're selling the furs because they were trapped illegally, and the I think the proceeds go to the state. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I may be misspeaking there, but the one that I got it at was uh, like the children's auction. So they were children who had trapped the animals. So it's kind of like the 4-H, the children's oh. trappers auction so this otter was trapped by like a 10 year old boy it's kind of girl no it was a boy no because they have them come up on the stage and they hold up their furs and then oh the auctioneer does the auctioning i'll I'll put a picture up i i took a picture i don't know of the audio i don't know if it was of the otter kid that i bought the otter from or david bought the otter from but it's a similar kid okay so i want to know who is it? Oh, yeah. Is yeah, it a yeah. supermodel? Okay. Is it? Okay. Oh, God, I'm it so is. nervous. It's like. Drum roll, please. No, Don't. I can't. It is Jillian Anderson. <laughs> Jillian Anderson. <laughs> yeah. That's how. No. And I. But yeah, what you and mean I knew, is 1993 Jillian Anderson, right? I don't mean that. No. You mean I current Jillian Anderson? I mean any Jillian Anderson. <laughs> I can ask you the same thing about Laura Dern, Fair. right? Like yeah. she is so good, and I feel like she could she could totally master your deadpan uh-huh. without like losing any of the energy or the charisma that you naturally have. Uh-huh. Do you remember? And the things that she does with the just the pools of her blue eyes is Which just I don't insane. Have no, no, I understand that, but you do a lot of expression. You didn't have eyebrows for a while, bitch. Now you I had do. to. I know that. But you had to, you do so much emoting through your eyes Fair. that I want, I want Jillian Anderson to play you in a movie. I think, honestly, And I don't mean 1993 Dana fucking Scully. And that's why I think, you, I thought you might think it well, was I just feel like out. she had a much rounder face back then. I feel like she looked like me more back then. That's okay, all. listen. Does Laura Dern look like me? Flamingo versus dragon. No. She's just your essence. She See? has the soul of a melody. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's probably the biggest of all actresses you could have said. That's probably the biggest compliment. All day at work, I drink out of a Dana Scully mug. That's all I ever wanted right. to be when I was little, especially Agent Dana Scully. You know, when they did the, do you remember when it was going on Facebook to do like the three characters that you're most like? Yeah. What Did you do that? I didn't, but I think I figured it out. I know that one of them was Chunk from Goonies for me. <laughs> Did we have a phone conversation about this? We did. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Remember I couldn't s- figure out the third one, so I didn't post it. Oh, okay. Um, oh, wait. I might have. I'm going to go through our text real quick. Keep talking. You're going to go through. Because I remember now because you called me and you were like, yeah, I was having a really hard time this with Facebook it. thing. I know <laughs> Chunk from Goonies. Well, because I love those little exercises because I like to see whether or not I match up in my brain with what my friends think and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, it's just funny. I did. So I did. I immediately knew mine. Mine was like Dana Scully, mm-hmm. Amy Gardner from West Wing. And oh, no, I don't remember her name. Oh, no. The girl from The Cutting wow. Edge. Oh, played by yeah. Maura Kelly. And totally. I don't remember her name in the thing. Anyway, but those were the three. And I was like, these are three humorless bitches. But I think this is really accurate. (laughs) But you have so much humor. I know. But so did Amy Gardner. But you don't suffer fools. Except for me. I'm basically your personal court jester. (laughs) Dance, monkey, dance. (laughs) Okay, wait. So two of mine, and this is why I didn't post it. Two of mine were Chunk from The Goonies and Kaylee from Firefly. (gasps) Did I tell you that one? No, you That's did not. Remarkable. I already had that it. Is, that and is you were a, like that is yeah. accurate. Yeah, I like, basically am Kaylee from Firefly, oh, except God. I don't know anything about engines. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. But like, I feel like if you did know a lot about engines, it would be like weirdly sexual, kind of like Kaylee. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Lube it up. <laughs> the way it so yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, wait, Does so that bring us to the book? Speaking of weirdly sexual. <laughs> speaking of weirdly sexual engine fixing. Mm-hmm. We left off in Beard Science by Penny Reed, where they were just also using crazy analogies about baking to talk about kissing and having sex mm-hmm. and making sure that you only partner with discernible bakers he is starting to feel feelings for her, but he doesn't know it yet because he cannot make his Cletus brain recalibrate fast enough. And Jennifer is fully on board with dating Cletus, but she's too scared to tell him. So. And she just smooched him on the cheek. Yes. He got into his car to drive away and she smooched him right on the cheek. Yeah. And it was super cute. Uh-huh. And the end of his chapter is him going, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which I loved. So she hasn't heard from Cletus in about 10 days since then because he's having a a little minor Jennifer meltdown. Mm -hmm. So she decides to bring him muffins at the auto shop. She is inventing a reason to see him. She's trying to remind herself that she is blackmailing him and that they are not friends and that she needs to prepare herself for the rejection. She's currently wearing black nail polish, which I fucking love. Uh Uh-huh. Her parents are freaking out. Oh, her parents are are just in a stew. They think she's in full rebellion over the nail polish. Completely. Yeah, as if that is huge. Can you imagine? Like, my mom, I'm not going to lie, my mom, when she saw my piercings, every time she talks to me now, she's got this weird, like, manic look in her eye, (laughs) like, on FaceTime. 
but she hasn't said a goddamn word because mm-hmm. I'm a 30 year old woman, almost 31. Every time I go home, my mother is like, where's the tattoo? I know you got one. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just like, <laughs> I know what's happening. Like, if, if I'm not like actively telling her I don't have a tattoo, she she's like, it happened she's in convinced. the last 10 minutes. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so she started wondering if she should blackmail him into marrying her. And she's like chiding herself, being like, shut up, Jennifer, like, blah. (laughs) So the other thing she's been doing is that she's been leaving the room every single time her father says that she's stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. And he says it a lot. And I really, really appreciate that about her because she used to try to turn it into compliments. And now she's just like, no. You don't get to talk to me like that anymore and promptly leaves the room. So I've been pretty proud of Jennifer at this point. So she brings the blueberry muffin, the blueberry pancake muffins. And Cletus's favorite food is blueberry pancakes, but she didn't know that. She didn't. They're just meant to be, guys. Mm-hmm. I would have shown up with like fucking rhubarb muffins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is, it's, a, it's pretty perfect. They're suited. They're suited. As the Winston say. Yeah. Okay. So Bo catches her out in the parking lot. And whisks her inside and is like, I'll make coffee. We'll chat for a bit. Like He's so flirty. He's like, what? Oh, is Bo. this the banana cake queen? Like, she looks Ooh. very different. Bo's the very, very flirty brother. Well, one of the two. But he's the charmingest of all of them. And so he's, <gasps> like, giving her all the smiles and giving her all the, like, the winks and, and putting on the charm and telling her her eyes are beautiful and boy, does he like these blueberry muffins. And he's like, Jennifer. Yeah. And when well, Cletus... before that, though, Cletus gives her, like, sort of a tepid hello. And she, like, sort of freaks out. She's like, I've been thinking about you for 10 days. Here mm-hmm. are your muffins. I gotta go. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just upset, you know? And I get that. So then she tries to escape. Bo catches her and stops her. And then Cletus comes over and... He tries to, like, fix things with her. And at first, he's like, there's something wrong with you. And she's like, pardon me. That is rude. <laughs> yes. Which I love. And then um, he shows her concern. And then he's like, do I need to maim Jackson with armadillo leprosy if he's done something untoward? Which, mm-hmm. again, I love the dislike of Jackson. I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm wholeheartedly <laughs> poor behind guy. It. No, fuck that guy. <laughs> and then... um. And then he brings her inside and they sit down with Bo. Cletus has intertwined her fingers and is like holding them against his thigh, which, woo, banning yeah. myself. Uh, there's a lot of descriptions of that handhold that are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Bo, this is when Bo starts flirting with her shamelessly. Oh, okay. And we find out a little bit later, but I'm not going to spoil why. We find out why in mm-hmm. Bo's book, which mm-hmm. is Beard in Mind. Go read it. Bo and Shelley's book. Bo and Shelley. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. And so then Bo compliments her eyes uh-huh. and she thinks to herself, I appreciate it on the forefront, but it just sort of confirms to her like any compliment about her her looks confirms the decades long messages that her father has put into her brain that 
people will only like her for her looks and not for her talents or for her mind or for her opinions or anything else. Mm-hmm. And it's like a it's like a really sweet and tragic look into Jennifer's brain, you know? Mm-hmm. So then during that flirt session, Bo also tells her that she should come to Nashville with them for Cletus's talent show. Cletus's talent show. Ooh, Cletus and Claire are going to do a singing thing for a talent show in Nashville. Cletus plays the banjo. Mm-hmm. The sexiest instrument of all. When fingered right, yes. When <laughs> fingered right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then Bo is like, Bo is like, great, it's a date then. And Cletus is like, it is not a date. Meanwhile, he's still holding her hand. Mm-hmm. And Bo's like, no, not between you and Jennifer, dummy, between me and Jennifer. And Cletus is like, that's it. He proverbially flips the table and... <laughs> takes jennifer and her muffins away it's so cute yeah i think bo's eaten like 10 muffins and he's like you have (laughs) you've lost your right to these muffins and bo's like making muffin jokes it's pretty great and her muffin in general bosif boford (laughs) bomo sapien um okay they leave the auto shop and he drives her into the woods to hike because Jethro's found this little turnoff that he really likes. They have this adorable scene in the woods where he asks if she still goes out with Jackson again and um, you know tells her that she can talk to Claire in Nashville again because he's never mm-hmm. sent her Claire's info about talking to her about discernible baking and sex. Sex. <laughs> Kissing. <laughs> right. Wait, discernible baking? That is not the same thing as discerning bakers. Yikes. Like, can I discern right now? I think it's close. But it's more voyeuristic in a weird way. When you said that, I was like, yeah, that's right. That's the thing that they say. No, no, that would have bothered me so much had I listened to it back (laughs) if I didn't correct myself. Because that is voyeuristic. That is not. So, so she says that she really wants to go to Nashville, but she's not sure that her father will let her. And... He asks if it would be okay if, like, it's another fake date with Billy. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, honestly, yeah. And they they do a whole talk about what is in her dad's mind about, like, men that he would approve of. Mm -hmm. And it's money and or notoriety, just so you know, everybody. He likes how Billy has, like, risen up. Have we said this in this company and, like, become a VP? That's what he likes. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find out in Billy's book coming out in July of 2018, Dr. Strangebeard. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just so everyone knows. Pre-order, guys. You can pre-order. Um, and then he asked her why she loves kids so much. And she goes on the best rant about being a mother and like having a family and being a team and all the things. And my feminist heart soared over it. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. Just uh-huh. soared. He tells her when, how incredible she is with her team. And then he forces her to accept what a badass she is in the kitchen. And then just generally which i don't know i i sort of fell over uh-huh. did you fall yeah over? and it's not he's he's not complimenting like how good she is at baking banana cakes no. which is what the whole town always compliments her over he's complimenting the way that she is able to manage the kitchen and like answer questions and be doing things and like giving people tasks and all of that kind of stuff yeah which is a better compliment I think it is absolutely yeah especially for her Mm -hmm. because she doesn't get those Mm -hmm. and then he tells her all about his dad and how he had another family and uh I mean it's just a 
It's a beautiful, beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. And she dies of cancer. I don't want to give everything away. And that's like something we can hold back, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Is this where she asks him about his beard? I don't know. There's a part where she says, um, or she asks if he grew a beard for a certain reason. Oh, no. That's at the picnic table before. Oh, okay. But it is a lovely little yeah, thing. Yeah, and he said, no. She said something like, is that why you and your brothers all have beards? And he's like, no, we all have beards because our daddy never taught us to shave. Oh. Uh, right in the heart. Right. <laughs> right in the heart. Buck to yeah. the heart. Right in the womb on my, yeah, (laughs) so bad. So then he tells her, like, they they keep talking and he tells her that her father is ugly and not for his physical appearance, but Mm -hmm. he doesn't tell her about her father's affair. Oh, and then he's just like, he throws in there that they should practice kissing and... She needs practice. Well, and she thinks she needs practice. Right. But also she's like, I don't want to do that because I really want to do that. Mm -hmm. Like in her brain, she's like, if I go, if I kiss Cletus, there's no going back. There's no practicing kissing Cletus. Because Jennifer is very self-aware. Yeah. And she's got such a big old crush on Cletus. And Cletus cannot stop thinking about doing sexy stuff to Jennifer. So he's like, maybe I'll say that I need to practice smooching on her. And that's how I can get to smooch her. Oh, Mm -hmm. so good. Um, but she, she says no. Profess her undying love. She does not want to practice kissing yes, on him. Yes, she says no. Yeah, right. Okay, so then we cut forward to um, Billy and Bo picking her up to go to Nashville for the talent show. Everyone else is already there, mm-hmm. and um, they invite her to Thanksgiving, which I just swooned over. They're like, "You can't bring anything, and you have to come." Mm-hmm. So good, you have plans for Thanksgiving now. Yay! And um, she watches him in the talent show with Claire and realizes that he agitates all her emotions. Yeah. Watch any man on stage playing a banjo. I don't know why I like banjos so much. What is it? Because they're really intricate and they're really hard to do well. Yeah. Maybe that's it. It, It's like a talent thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm such a talent whore, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) like just generally. It's just so much more impressive to me than a guitar. Like the acoustic guitar. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I feel like anyone can bust out Wonderwall. It's, it's hard. Mm. It's hard to play a banjo. Anybody can be the guitar guy at the party. Yeah. Like anyone can be like, here's Crash by Dave Matthews, guys. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Anybody can do three chords over and over again, which is often what the acoustic guitar does. Right. Um, Although it's weird because I don't feel that way about the bass. Upright or like rock and roll bass. Meaning that you're impressed by I love. Even though it's just like. I always go for the bassist. And I think it's like the low reverberations that just hit me (laughs) right in the sex parts. (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is. Uh Uh-huh. I always go. Well, and... (laughs) And, okay, here's my other theory. All right, I'm just going to go for it. Here's my other theory about bands. <laughs> Wait. I just want to know if you'd get the same sexual feeling for, like, a guy that just set up a subwoofer, like, near your crotch. Like, is it, is it just the low notes? No, it's, no, it's not, like, it's not necessarily just the vibrations, although they help. I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, bong, I know. Bong, bong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. Here's my theory about bands and who you should and should not go for. Okay. Oh, God. You should never, ever go for the lead singer because he will never worry about your orgasm. He's going to be like 
the the pow 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 or just give me a blowjob and then leave my dressing room uh-huh. that's the lead singer in my humble opinion there are unicorns out there but generally the people who need like that much affirmation and like that much center of attention uh-huh. mm, it's not it's not a good look for uh-huh. your clitoris uh-huh. second uh-huh. <laughs> or i should say in opposition you should always go for the bassist uh-huh. because they are the chillest. They all, they're always just like standing back there, keeping uh, keeping the whole band together with their with bung, their bung, bung, low bung, notes. Bung, 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 bung. Yeah, and like it's a it's more of a rhythm instrument mm-hmm. than anything else. So you know they're they're good at picking up the rhythm they need to keep with. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Uh-huh. But, <laughs> um. They're like the most stable member. They're usually like the ones that are just hanging back and enjoying the whole experience, you uh-huh. know, but also they're really into like making everything work. Oh, you've really thought about this. I, absolutely. And then you you can also, um, the drummer uh-huh. is, you know, the drummer has stamina. Woof. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> See, I always definitely... heard you should never date a drummer. Isn't that like a thing out in the world? No, don't date drummers. You know what? I had a uh, a really really satisfying casual relationship with a drummer um, for a while. He's now married, and I've spoken to his wife actually just recently about the fact that like I had a really good time with her husband. And you she know was, like, what? Awesome. That's fine. I've had a I had a really good casual relationship with a lead singer one time. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's so much like affirmation that has to go on. Also. Unsung heroes of the band world. Mm-hmm. Keyboardists. What? No. No. <laughs> yep. It's a hard pass for me. No. <laughs> Fair. But here's my theory about keyboardists. They don't mind being the nerdiest band member. And there is something so like I'm cool with myself about that, that I can't I can't not get down. No, not to like, mention that Jenny Lewis and the twins the the keyboardist twin oh boy she is so foxy <laughs> so i don't care how that's much my confidence theory on bands. about being a nerd the keyboardist has like mm. i need to have a little bit of confidence the keyboardist <laughs> is a total nerd you're much more anti-nerd than i am though yeah just well i'm not anti-nerd i just i don't as far I'm as not... like sexually speaking goes you like yeah big burly bad boy Park ranger, <laughs> law enforcement, army dudes, and I, I like them nerdy a lot of times. Fair, yeah. Okay, we should we should get back, right? I just don't want to go on the record as being anti nerd, chemistry wise. Not into it. That's all. All right, so we are at the talent show. We're at the talent show. She's like, he makes me feel all the feelings, and I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then a uh, footman. <laughs> takes her backstage mm-hmm. and um <laughs> <laughs> passes her a note meet me backstage on a silver platter see no that didn't happen <laughs> that didn't happen no an usher just comes gets her yeah. she goes backstage and she goes into the um dressing room with claire and cletus mm-hmm. and can i just say i don't know if i've ever channeled a a penny character more than i did claire at this moment you're a you're very claire i think so uh, too yeah I've never like super, I've loved all the women that I've seen Penny write, but I've never super connected with a woman that Penny has written Ooh, I wonder. thus far Ooh. that I've read. But I think Claire's, I think Claire's my girl. Yeah, Claire, Claire is your girl. I don't know that I've connected that uh, strongly to 
Hmm, I'll think about it. Anyway. Yeah, think about it. Okay, so she tells Jennifer that kissing and sex aren't about experience. They're about the partner. And she does this beautiful baseball analogy from her her old husband that is um, her deceased husband, who, I mean, is it's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And she ends the whole thing with, that's the difference love makes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And Cletus is looking at Jen ravenously mm-hmm. throughout this whole thing. So then they go to dinner and Cletus and Billy have this um, heart wrenching exchange about Claire and Jen because Billy and Claire are still whatever it is that they're doing. I don't know. We will find out in their book, but they are a very complicated relationship, clearly. And and they're like in love, but won't acknowledge it. Have you read the letter that Penny published from Billy to Claire? Oh. She sent it out in her newsletter. She wrote just like a letter from Billy to Claire, and it's just heart-wrenching. Really? Uh-huh. Anyway, but Cletus gives Billy the advice that he ought to just lay it all on the table with Claire. Yeah. He needs to just tell her. And he says when it's, when it's man, I'm going to butcher this. He says, when you're certain, when it's the heart and mind you're after, then you lay it all out. But if it's empty just physical, then there's nothing to say. (gasps) And that, so Jen overhears that and she thinks, oh, that's why he's not saying anything because he just really wants to do sex with me. He does not want to date me. And it makes her feel bad. I don't blame her. And that is how Cletus feels at this point. That's how he thinks he feels, the idiot. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. (laughs) Okay, so then they're driving home with Dwayne and Jess. And Jess says she wants to help Jen get a vibrator because every single one of Penny's women are queens. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it. Um, So then a couple of days later, Cletus is at the shop and he realizes that Shelly has OCD, which pops up in in Bo's book. And then he goes to the bakery and he tries to tell himself again that his attraction is only physical and then the plan is meet her at the bakery, take her to the sex toy shop to meet up with Dwayne and Jess so that Jess can help her. So he goes to the bakery and she rubs his arms because he's cold mm-hmm. and she like puts his hands on her cheeks to warm him up. And then he just loses his GD He mind. just goes in there, gets in there. Oh, God. Ugh, and he so kisses her and then he puts her up on the kitchen counter and he starts. Puts her up these- on the kitchen counter, Melody. Uh-huh. Like, he, he yeah. like, grabs her ass, lifts her up there. Like, it's good. It's I'm sorry. Oh. I just couldn't deal with just puts her on the kitchen counter. It was great. I <laughs> hear you. It was so, so good. And then this is one of those moments where you get a peek inside his brain, which mm-hmm. is just as sexy as having, like, on-the-page sex. Mm-hmm. Because he's thinking to himself, like, oh, man, she's so wonderful and, like, such a uh, willing kisser and like all the things like I bet I could yeah laundry list of sexy yeah, things I could do all the things he's imagining uh, it's really great it's real yum and then he pulls himself away because um he just he can't stop he feels like if he goes any further he won't be able to stop himself yeah. from doing all the things he's thinking about and he hurls himself outside and he says that he's not going to be one more person who betrays her trust Mm -hmm. or who takes without asking. Mm -hmm. And it's like so sweet. Um, But then she comes out and she's like, hey, why did you stop? And he's like, believe me, if you were any other woman, I wouldn't have. Uh And she's like, oh, Oh, practice. Oh, yeah, you're practicing smooches on me. And 
oh no and he just doesn't correct her mm-hmm. he knows that that's not the case but he doesn't correct her so she takes him inside and she's like well fine i told you i have things for you i have things for you you have to eat all of these cookies that are in this cookie jar they're these vanilla cookies and he finds out about her japanese pen pal and he continues questioning her about like why he needs to eat all the cookies like mm-hmm. can't we just box them up can't we just like why am i eating probably two <laughs> dozen cookies uh-huh. <laughs> And she's like, fine, if you don't want my cookies, I'll just dump them. Uh-huh. And, and his internal monologue exactly. is like, I think she might be talking about something other than cookies. Yeah, but also, <laughs> he's just like so upset that cookies are going to waste. <laughs> like, Well, not. Yeah. 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 So then she dumps them and then immediately throws them into the bin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what <laughs> are you doing? They were good cookies. Of- he goes full cookie monster. Yeah. And he's just like, I didn't understand. I would have eaten them. Like, it's fine. I was just asking questions is all. Jeez, you know. Like, so funny. So then she hands him four jump drives mm-hmm. and is like, these are the video. I thought he, she already I did saved. that. No. Oh, not, okay. No, this is the cookies. Yeah. Okay. She hid them under the cookies because he was going to get to the bottom oh, I thought, and get to the okay, four jump drives. I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. So, and tells him that he doesn't want his help anymore. And although he doesn't protest, he's like really heartsick. Mm-hmm. But can I, it doesn't even cross his mind that there are other ways to save a video except for on your phone or on the cloud. I know. That's why, that's why. Like, like what? I Cletus? feel like people are going to come back on me and be like, listen, Cletus was just as much as a, a scofflaw as Alex was like, why do you have a problem with Alex and not Cletus? And it's because Cletus a has a reason for all the things he's doing. What did the NSA ever do to you, Alex? And he's so hapless. He's not even that great at it. Like he's like, I have a hacker friend. And it's like, you didn't, but you did like, I don't know. It's just, it's just adorable <laughs> to me that he doesn't think of thumb drives as a possible place where this thing is. Completely. Mm-hmm. Completely. Yeah. So, um, like, his his master plan for Jackson is giving him leprosy by letting an armadillo loose in the police station. <laughs> like, that's... Just... <laughs> ah! Yeah. It's really cute. I think it's so adorable. And yeah, I know, I mean, I know you do, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, so he's really heartsick and he's, like, driving away saying, I, I am not ready to let her go. So then switch to one, or we fast forward to one week later. Um, it's one week after Kiss and Cookie Gate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's doing yoga with Sienna, who is Jethro's fiance and baby mama, mm-hmm. and finds out that Jen is coming to the wedding with Jackson James. Uh-huh. Prop- sees red Uh cannot handle his life rolls up his yoga mat (laughs) yeah rolls up his yoga mat so angrily goes and chops all the wood because that's what winston men do when they're pissed and i fucking love that they throughout like over the course of these books there's there's just been like an ever enlarging wood pile in the back and they can't they they don't know what to do because it's like becoming bigger and bigger because in every love story there's at least one part where the man goes about back and just chops all the rest of the wood and all the brothers <laughs> yeah, are very so concerned cute. about like what are we gonna do with all the wood? We don't have anywhere to store this. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this is well Cletus's wood chopping scene. This came to two of my favorite things. One is that one of the sharks posted a whole thread of um 
of really chiseled bearded men chopping wood mm-hmm. and i like, oh, like yeah, photos I of them yeah. and i lost my goddamn mind <laughs> but then the second thing is that in his um in his chopping wood like daydreams he's like what could we do with all of these well if if our kids were older my kids and jethro's kid could sell all the wood and we could teach them about commerce. She even and like, says me and Jen's kids. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm in love with Jen even worse now. Chopping so wood. <laughs> it's so cute. <sighs> so apparently he goes to visit Billy and they have this really sweet conversation in his office and you mm-hmm. find out a metric fuck ton of backstory about both Billy and Cletus. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really gorgeous. But basically, the big take home for me was that Billy tries to talk Cletus out of his ridiculous notion that he shouldn't have children because he's got this temper and he's not he can't trust himself because of the type of father their father was. Mm -hmm. And since this is such a huge hang up for Jen, like the one thing she's known she always wanted is Mm -hmm. I want kids. It's really good. And and Billy's like, you should just admit that you're wrong about that. And Cletus goes, I cannot admit that I'm wrong about two things in one day. It might trigger the apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) This was in such contrast. Like Cletus coming around on wanting kids was in such contrast to me to the Bridget I Want You book where completely I forget the guy's name in that book, but he's just like, you know what? I haven't wanted kids like adamantly, but yeah. Maybe we'll start doing fertility treatments for twins. Let's just do that today before we're even married. Let's just try that. Like it just came out of nowhere. And this really did evolve for me. Absolutely. It It evolved beautifully. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. Switch perspectives to Jennifer. Her mother tells her that she has to dress for work tomorrow. And she's like, sure, I'll wear the costume. And her mother's like, what? I thought you wanted to look. This isn't a costume. This is who you are. Yeah, and Jennifer's like, no, absolutely not. Like, I don't like the clothes or the attention or being the banana cake queen. And I, like, those dresses don't make me feel pretty. Mm -hmm. And her mom leaves all pissed off. Jennifer couldn't find the last thumb drive because there were five. And she finds it now. And then, so remember, this is one week after they kissed. Mm -hmm. They've both been thinking about each other the whole time. Mm -hmm. And she's like, she thinks it's, like, really futile. She basically broke up with him. She was like, I don't want your help anymore. So she's done. Yeah, because he kissed her for practice in her mind. Her whole plan was, I'm going to give you the cookies. I'm going to give you the thumb drives so that you know I have no leverage over you. And then I'm going to ask you out on a real date. Uh And he just pooped all over her romantic parade. He was like, why am I eating all these cookies? I need to be rational about this. How many cookies am I supposed to eat? Uh Yeah, it's really... Well, and also kissing her all flustered and then being like, I don't give a shit. It was just practice. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so Jen goes to the Piggly Wiggly to pick up all of her bananas for her 813 banana cakes that she's got to make tomorrow. This woman bakes so much. All right, here we are. poor thing. I'm sorry. Listen, I've never felt the need to do this in a Penny Reed book before, but... Uh Logistics with Erin. (laughs) If you're baking... Say it's the week before Thanksgiving and you're baking 700 banana cakes. It says she bakes 700 banana cakes for that week. Yeah. How many fucking bananas do you need and how many trips from <gasps> the car to the Piggly Wiggly? I Because it's got to be at least 700 bananas, right? Well, no, it has to be more than that. Right. right? That's because, what I'm like, saying. They, but, they I mean, it's so at least one no. banana per cake. I'm assuming it's like six bananas per cake. I don't know. Yeah. But here's the thing. This is not the 700 
cake day. I'm sure they have those like industrially shipped in. No, okay, but let's be conservative one, here and say it's like a 10 cake week. You still need like 60 I would say, bananas, like three let's crates say. of bananas. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. She's, she gets like a case of bananas. Yeah. Yeah. She says that. But she always acts like she just goes in and carries out the case of bananas. Like, I just feel like it's a lot bigger than... No, she does. But remember in Jethro's book, Grin and Beard It, uh-huh. Jethro actually is like, whoa, whoa, like, let me carry those for you because yeah, it looks ridiculous. I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of bananas. No, I know. But she's also like strong because she does all the things and she is she's an awesome Wonder Woman of, of bakery. <laughs> saying otherwise <laughs> no but i'm saying that that penny has already set this up i agree she I'm, set up the logistics yeah, that it looks fair. ridiculous but jen does it all the time i just i would i would have liked her to have made like 10 trips that's all I, that's all i wanted <laughs> put your logistical britches down i'm sorry okay so here's what happens she goes to the Piggly Wiggly. She runs into her brother. Well, and other bikers. So she went and to the Piggly Wiggly, didn't have time to change. I don't remember where she was or whatever before, but she's wearing high heels, dark jeans, and a black sweater. She wanted to change into sneakers for this. Yeah, she's wearing a b- black sweater over like a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, she's not doing anything scandalous. Right. And it, even if she would, you can go fuck yourself, but she, everyone. I, but she's not in her like yellow banana dress. She's wearing high heels right. and stuff. Okay. Right. So then her brother is like, what are you doing? Why are you dressed like that? The brother that's in the biker gang now. And, and meanwhile, he hasn't spoken to her in like, I don't know, a couple of years. Yeah. Dickhead. And so he tells her she's dressing like a whore and disgracing the family. And Cletus comes over and things escalate. And he punches Isaac right in the jaw, probably breaks his jaw. Mm. And it's really good. Mm-hmm. He says some things i just i'm gonna read it don't mind me everybody so her brother throws all this fake scripture at them because her their dad has brainwashed them with fake scripture their whole lives so cletus after punching him out he's like do you honestly think god would make a creature as lovely and talented and good as your sister and then make the way she looks something sinful something to be ashamed of no he wouldn't if anything your sister her face, her body, her mind, and her heart give glory to him. And she shouldn't be hidden. You don't hide something that remarkable away from the world, like your parents have done, like you want to do. That's the true sin. And then he's like, we gotta bounce. Yeah, because now he's pissed off the biker gang. So like, Oh, yeah, he's completely pissed them off. So they get into this biker car chase. Well, first in the parking lot, she's like, I'm not getting in your truck. And he's like, the biker gang is after us. He's like, we can have the fight at another time, but you're getting in this truck. And she's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. And he actually says like, listen, woman. Yeah. And I did not hate it. I, didn't I love hate that. It either. <laughs> so they do, they pull this switcheroo because um, Cletus. <laughs> One of Cletus's things yeah his real reason to go to the talent show was because he wanted to buy a car from one of the the record deal guys Mm -hmm. and so he wanted to leverage his power over claire for a record deal in order to get this guy to sell him this buick or something like that so cletus has like a weird old car and he wanted an identical weird old car so that he could do schemes where he was in two so places that- <laughs> at once so that people would think he's in one place because his car is there, but who's actually in another place with his other identical car. <laughs> I, I don't know why you have to have two identical cars to run this scheme. You could just have two cars and park one somewhere, but whatever. 
um, <laughs> as long as they're both recognizable. But what they did was he they have him drive by in the Jeep where him and Jen are in, and then he has Dwayne, his car racing brother, like pull out of the driveway and go a different direction into a, a switcheroo. It's so good. So um, they pull off onto this side road mm-hmm. right near Jess and Dwayne's um, lover's cabin. And they, so he like immediately pulls her into his lap. Their hearts are beating really fast. He's like touching her all over being like, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. And then she just can't handle it anymore. And she starts kissing his whole face. And I feel like if there's anything we've learned recently, it's that girls are really horny for car chases. I mean, we're two for two here. We are. We are. Not to mention Jess's reaction after Dwayne run, ran his race. <gasps> three like, there's for something three. About, mm-hmm, there's yeah. something about, like, the danger. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it would do it for me. I'm not sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> Could, may I just say, like, isn't it what? weird that it's the Fifty Shades book where, like, the woman was the driver? <laughs> like, of the three. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Anyway. I mean, he did undercut her. Oh, she did and have to her around beg the whole to time. drive a car. Yeah, it is yeah, true. It like, did yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't super progressive. No, no. it's just funny that if you stack them all next yeah. to each other, that's the one that would look like the feminist one. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Okay, so um, they start making out. She's like, "Don't stop, Cletus, touch me." Mm-hmm. They both end up topless. Uh, it's super it's hot. Great. And then Jessica comes looking for them, um, interrupts them. It's hilarious, like, the way that she needles Cletus about it. And then he hands her a shirt, and he's like, put this on. She realizes that it's his. Mm -hmm. So when they they get out to go into the cabin, she's like, wait, 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 I'm wearing your shirt. And he goes, yeah, I wanted to see what you look like wearing Uh it. (laughs) So cute. So they end up in the cabin, and um, Cletus tells her, She's like, she's immediately like, okay, you know what? This is a lot of mixed signals. My pride's a little hurt. I want to go home right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, <laughs> wait, just like, hear me out here because we're not suited. And she's like, well, good then. Take me home. And she's like, no, I- <laughs> like, hear me out because we're not suited. But I hypothesize that you're in love with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like, I am not in love with you. And he goes, Really? Because I'm in love with you. And then it is on. Uh-huh. They start kissing. It's so good. Um, well, but then she calls him out because he is making. God, it switches to his perspective. And I, I love Cletus' perspective. Because first of all, he had been in the Piggly Wiggly since like seven in the goddamn morning <laughs> before they opened. Because she usually goes there in the morning to get her yeah. bananas. <laughs> like trying to orchestrate a casual run in. <laughs> and he. Again, Cletus, like, what a scheme. You know where she lives. You know where she works. You go to the Piggly Wiggly. She doesn't go there that morning. Just go to one of the other two places where she is. You don't have to stay it there would, all day. It would be a less casual run-in. And also, he fixates. Yeah, if he plans something, he's going to do that plan. It's he's not going to be a different plan. God, it's so good. So, um... <laughs> Not to mention that um, because all of this is speeding, like it's going at a much faster clip than he was, uh, that he had planned for. One of his lines is like, I will adapt. Don't get me wrong. Uh (laughs) But he had to make a series of unsexy lists in his mind (laughs) in order to make sure that he doesn't just like caveman her. Um, 
And so she pulls back and she's like, where are you? What are you, what are you doing? You're distracted. And, um, he brings back the astute woman is still very astute, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I just, mm-hmm. ugh. and then, um, he's like, okay, I'll do anything you want within reason. Mm-hmm. So she's like, good strip, get on the bed mm-hmm. and straddles him. Cause she's like, I just want to touch you. Like I'm never, she says, I'm never going to regret discovering your body. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. And, uh, so he finally throws caution to the wind, flips her over. He's like, you want to touch me? And he puts her hand right onto his erection. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I could I could do that. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then he starts he starts touching her. And then they both have an orgasm like together. Mm-hmm. And it's really sweet. Um, so then fast forward Cletus is zoning out at work it's like three days after their rendezvous because he took her home <laughs> right afterwards and oh wait after after all of the things she goes um when can we do that again mm-hmm. and he's like my woman is extraordinary <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. so he's zoning out at work and Jethro's all like what's going on where are you at and he's like somewhere else <laughs> somewhere, yeah, somewhere better nicer. than here <laughs> boobs <laughs> boobs <laughs> <laughs> and he starts thinking that he and Jennifer should get a place of their own mm-hmm. because he is just on the marriage and, and babies and lifelong go get an elderly yep, together he's train. Ready to go. He's doing it. Um well and and he actually says we needed to impose order on the chaos <laughs> which is just so cleanest. So after um all of this Jennifer's dad shows up at the shop to be like, hey, I've been thinking that you and my daughter are sort of dancing around each other. Yeah. That can't He's happen. He's like, we know we know about last night. We know what happened. Right. She didn't come home. Till late. And he punched out her brother. Right. So they you probably know, like heard about he, that. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have this long talk where, I mean, Cletus just acts. I mean, he sets her idiot dad up to look so stupid. And it made me the happiest. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, you are going to accept us otherwise i'm gonna tell your wife that you've been cheating on her for four years with the school secretary so p.s i know that i have proof Mm -hmm. like let's not so cletus goes to visit jennifer at the bakery and she's doing her naked baking and cleaning thing Uh which i love so the dresses that her mom makes her wear like they have boning and they hurt and so after everybody's gone and the bakery's closed and she's just cleaning and baking and stuff she'll just do it in her underwear because otherwise she gets stuff on the dress and the dress hurts her ribs yeah absolutely so So she wears an apron a garter belt (laughs) (laughs) underwear stockings and nothing else right because she's just a, a beautiful, shining unicorn of excellence. <laughs> and I just imagine Cletus, upon walking in and seeing this, being like the dog that's tongue unrolls onto the oh, floor. Oh, like the, the, the eyes to- bug Yeah, out. the one that's like four uh, feet long. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> so they start talking about like, you know, what he, like, like naked. Oh, he says naked women are always a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, they're just boobs. And he's like, boobs are important. Mm. <laughs> Plus, they are your boobs. So she's like, you know, even the women at the Pink Pony. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't really like those kind of places. That's the strip club. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He's like, I don't like those places because uh, I like to unwrap my own presents. Mm-hmm. And she's like, did you come here to unwrap me? Mm-hmm. And he goes, are you my present? <laughs> ah. 
And then some delicious oral action happens. <gasps> oh, no. And then afterwards, what? She's like, do I get to blow you now? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you don't. Sorry. Because he actually says out- the words. Wait, he says there are a lot of teeth in the human mouth. <laughs> and he's never gotten a blowjob because he's scared of all the teeth. <laughs> but really, mm-hmm. Jennifer cuts to the bone and she's like, no, it's because you've never trusted anybody enough to do that. Right. So, and he's like, mm, well, change the <laughs> subject <laughs> then. Yeah. He's blah, like, well, blah, blah. I'm not going to let you. <laughs> yeah. So he, the next day, takes her to Claire's place and shows her all around. And he's like, I want us to live here together and she's not sure because of her parents but she really wants to and um she's like i need to get my finances in order Mm -hmm. she's thinking this all to herself like i need to be paid for my work at the bakery novel idea i need to like be able to support myself in order to like be a grown-ass person Mm -hmm. so she tells him like i need to get some ducks in a row and then they decide that they're gonna make sausage pie together (sighs) because Cletus always goes boar hunting and makes like at home sausages. He makes his own sausage. Mm-hmm. So they're going to make sausage pie together because they're basic. It's just like a symbol of their marriage. May- if that's not what they serve at their wedding, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> May I say that this place where he boar hunts in Texas, I believe this to be a real place. Woo! Because when I worked at that fancy restaurant in Colorado where I met Leslie, we served yeah. wild boar. And there was like an, a thing on the menu that was like, this boar is hunted wild on this like open game reserve or whatever in Texas. And there was a caution thing because some of it was shot with like, was sh- was shot by hunters. And so it's possible that if like a bullet exploded wrong, you could get like buckshot sure. in your meat. And so there was like a disclaimer yeah. on there. And it was saying that it was like the only place where you could hunt wild boar in North America. So I think this is a real place. Awesome. Only um, Cletus says he spear hunts the of course it's <laughs> a whole different thing but i don't know if you can do that there but there's definitely a real place like that in texas yeah that's amazing where he goes and hunts every year and then he brings back sausage for his whole family to feed them for a yeah. year cletus's and sausage Cletus's famous sausages are famous yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so then he asks her if she will go to the wedding with him and thereby break her date with jackson the toolbox james And she's like, of course I will. And of course I already broke the date. Like I called last Saturday. (laughs) Uh He's like, you did? And she goes, of course I did. I can't even fathom it. I'm afraid everyone else is tedious in comparison. That's like offering me frozen chicken nuggets when I could have sausage pie. Mm. I don't know if this is when they talk about Jackson James where she's like, why don't you, instead of like putting itching powder in his cop uniforms and releasing armadillos into the station, maybe you ought to just like, Talk to him and tell him that you think he pulls you over more than other people and that bothers you. Yeah. And he's like, rah, 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 rah. he's so mad. That sounds ridiculous. He's too big for his britches. I make his britches itchy. <laughs> like, that makes more sense <laughs> yeah. to me. And so he finally says, fine, he's going to talk to Jackson instead of just surreptitiously making him sick and itchy. <laughs> yeah. And then after his her chicken nuggets uh, sausage pie comparison, he walks over to her and he says, I am madly in love with you, mm. my Jennifer. Mm. Ah, mm. My Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Every time he says that, I just die a little. So Jennifer goes home and her father is waiting for her <sighs> and he is pissed. Here we are. He's like borderline, I'll hit you pissed. 
basically he starts the conversation about telling her that she her rebellion is unacceptable mm-hmm. she's like well i'm moving in with cletus he's like he can't win because he's blackmailing me she's like you're a liar yeah. i don't trust you yeah. and like he's like if you leave we disown you you leave with nothing you leave the car you leave everything else and so she's frightened and she goes she like leaves her shoes at the house because she wanted to get out of there so quickly jennifer shows up at the winston home she walked all the way from her house to their house barefoot and so she's all torn up and she's near hypothermic cletus takes care of her billy shows up and and billy is like i just need you to know he like sits down and earnestly tells her that you have a safe place here you can stay as long as you want like we're your people now it's so gorgeous Bo walks in and he's confused and Billy's like, no, dummy, that's his woman. Uh-huh. Like, give him some yeah, privacy. He's, like, he's just like very confused by this whole thing. Yeah. Um, so then. But wait, this is like a quote. Yeah. So when Cletus first sees her and he's talking to her, he's like, he figures out he walks. She walked there and he's like, you walked here. And he's, his monologue says, I couldn't keep my anger out of my voice. And that the sound made her flinch. And that broke my heart. I will destroy him. He will be destroyed by me, <laughs> meaning her father. <laughs> and then he says, wait, I'm sorry. I will be calm. I will be that fancy ice cucumber water. Continue. Tell me what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love it's that his so version sweet. of calm is being fancy ice cucumber water. Oh, I love Cletus. Okay, so then she tells him the whole story and he is like, oh, fuck. I've got to I've got to come clean here. Mm-hmm. I need to tell you that I am, in fact, blackmailing your father because he's been cheating on your mother. And her, she's pissed. And she's like, A, you didn't trust me enough to to trust that I would choose you. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of understand his... Yeah. I kind of I'm, understand it just I'm because... I'm team 20, on this one. Sorry. I am. I know. I'm just being devil's advocate because 22 years of hardcore conditioning can do a lot mm-hmm. of things to a person. You know what I mean? So I totally get that. I don't think he blackmailed her father because he was worried that she wouldn't choose him. I think he blackmailed her father to to not have it be an issue for that, like to not put her through the pain of the whole father thing. Like, I don't think he didn't trust her. I think he was just trying to get that stressor away, which is its own kind of betrayal. Yeah. But it's not this betrayal. You know what I mean? Like. Sure. It's not a trust problem. It's a he's he's orchestrating things for her instead of letting her handle her own stuff problem. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, and that's her that's her secondary thing. She's like, second of all, you didn't trust me to handle this on my own. Right. And you didn't you knew that I would handle it in a way that you didn't like. But I don't think which Cletus is not OK. She couldn't handle it on her own. I just think he didn't want to ha- want her to go through it. I think he was trying to save her the pain. Yeah, he also didn't want to lose his leverage because he knew that she would tell her mom. And that's mm-hmm. like her family business. Sorry, Cletus. That is not your fucking business. He just loves leverage. It's just like, it's like his favorite he thing. He just holds he just it holds close it. every night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's his precious. Yeah. He's like a golem about leverage. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she's like, I can't believe this happened. Billy picks her up because she tells Cletus, don't touch me right. as he advances on her to like try to fix it. And Billy hugs her and then picks her up and takes her up to ashley's room because her feet are all fucked up because she's walked for miles barefoot yeah poor thing and i love cletus because he's like "Uh, the rational part of me knew that i should be thankful that billy was comforting her in that moment but the irrational part of me wanted to rip every limb (laughs) off his body (laughs) so he goes on chops wood (laughs) Um, (laughs) um he talks to billy about it 
And then she wakes up to Ashley, right? Yeah. She wakes up to Ashley tending her feet. And she and Ashley bond. Mm-hmm. And, and Ashley's like, you've got to find your tribe, like especially your lady tribe, mm-hmm. which I couldn't I couldn't shout this chapter from the rooftops. I, harder, I was reading you know? this just being like, oh, Melody is just like <gasps> losing her oh shit over this. Yeah. Losing my shit. I just can't. Ashley and she decide that no matter what happens with Cletus, they're going to be friends. Yeah. And they're going to can together and they're going to make soap and they're going to invite Shelly. And it's going to be the most adorable brood of ladies that it's ever been. Which is great because Shelly's all an outsider and she's super prickly and she's got OCD and stuff. So she doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Ashley had to leave the knitting group in Chicago to come here and marry Drew. (sighs) Let's just all take a moment. And then, um, you know, and so, and like, uh, Jen's never had any friends because she's so sheltered. So it's like three women who, like, don't, they found each other. So happy. Yeah. Well, and Sienna is new in town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sienna as well. But, you know, Sienna's good. She's got her own jet. She can go see her friends. That's what These three were, I was more happy about. Yeah, it's really cute. And then he talks to Dwayne, and Dwayne tells Cletus that, like, he he gives him Cletus's advice back from Dwayne's book, right? Which and Cletus is like that's stupid advice. Brr, well, I can't believe. <laughs> so um, yeah. So Dwayne's whole thing, Dwayne and Jess's whole conflict was that Jess was only going to be temporary in town, and so he didn't want to pursue her because it would break his heart. And Cletus had told him everything is temporary. This is temporary. Mountains fall. Nothing lasts forever. If you get a ha- chance at happiness, even for a week, a month, or a year, you have to grab onto it and hold onto it as long as it lasts. Seize the day. Seize the day. That's right. Okay. So then, oh, Ashley also advises Jennifer that if she possibly can, while reconciling, she should be sneaky. Yeah. And give and Cletus. give him some of his own yeah, medicine. Blackmail Cletus if she can. <laughs> she yeah. She doesn't even know. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So then Sienna shows up. Mm-hmm. Our our just our pegasus of delight she shows up and she fixes her financial problems because she's like listen i'm in the throes of horrific first trimester nonsense Mm -hmm. the only thing i can keep down is your lemon cakes my lawyer is going to draw up a thing i want you to keep me in lemon cakes (laughs) yes i will give you a retainer and then also I was going to have your bakery make my wedding cake, which means you. So why don't we just cut out the middleman? Mm-hmm. I've already canceled that order. You're going to make my wedding cake and you're going to have all the money. It's mm-hmm. just going to rain down monies on Jennifer Sylvester. And Cletus and Dwayne have already gone and gotten all of Jen's stuff from her house. Right. And they've talked to her mom. Her mom has no idea because her dad is a total fucking coward. Yeah, he just ran away. So Jennifer calls her mom. They hash it out a bit. And she tells her that she's moving out and she needs to be paid. And she also tells her that her father is having an affair. And she decides to rent Claire's place all by her onesie Mm -hmm. without Cletus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so good. (sighs) He also has like a deep conversation with Billy at this point in time about Jen. And he says, Billy says, she's going to forgive you. And Cletus is like, huff, huff, like she's never going to forgive me. And she, he says, she shouldn't. She should probably hate me and plot my demise. But Billy says, but she won't. And that's why the two of you belong together. If you're looking for a key to your cage, that woman is it. So they fit together oh. because Cletus is a spiteful plotter who never stops uh, holding grudges. And Jennifer's a forgiver. That's why she's going to forgive him. It's so good. So she does some plotting. She does some plotting. She gets the house. 
She sets up her mm-hmm. she's bank account. Yeah. She talks to her mom about the affair. She talks to her mom about paying her at the bakery and giving her some rights and some say so and yeah. that kind of thing. And a contract, they work an actual some employment stuff out. contract. Yeah. yeah. And then she goes and talks to Cletus mm-hmm. and he starts giving her presents for every one of her birthdays because Cletus's whole thing is I can't have more than 24 people in my life because <laughs> that's two arbitrary birthdays arbitrary a month. <laughs> and so he's like, uh, but then he's like, I can't believe that I overlooked you for so long and I missed 22 of your birthdays. So he starts giving her all these presents and she's like, Cletus, stop. Like, like we're just going to talk. Mm-hmm. And so he starts telling her all of his new schemes and she's like, no, 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 no. I'm not your confessional. Mm-hmm. I like you're a grown ass person. If you want to tell me about it, that's fine. But you have to take control of your you have to take ownership of your own actions. Right. She can't absolve him of the things he's doing wrong. He has to reckon with that himself. Yeah. And she's like, the only thing you're obligated to tell me about is if you do something on my behalf or you do something like to me. Yeah. Yeah. To me. And uh, it's. So, so good. So she tells him that she's moving into Claire's house by herself. Mm-hmm. He's, and just, he's like, disagree. Yeah, he's, so, he's so adorably like, no, though. Stop that it. That wasn't the plan. Yeah. Um, she, you know, tells him all about the things. And she says she loves him. And then she gives him the final thumb drive. Uh-huh. And is like, this is officially all the leverage I have over you. Mm-hmm. And let's be together forever. Mm-hmm. And she's going to let him move in, but she just needs some time to live on her own and be. Yeah. She's like, we need to stand apart Mm -hmm. for a little while. We'll still be together. We'll still have lots of sleepovers. We'll still be boyfriend and girlfriend. But I don't want to go from being under my parents' roof to like being under my future husband's roof. Especially because he's like a planner and a controller. Yeah, absolutely. He wants to impose order on her chaos. Mm -hmm, Right. (laughs) Or their chaos. Mm -hmm. And she's like, we're going to. We're going to be two separate people who really like each other for a while before making ourselves a unit. There's this great line in there at some point where he says that his well-ordered life has been rendered to chaos all undone by a short woman baker. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I don't remember where that is, but I thought that was my well-ordered life rendered to chaos. It's it's so good. So then... um, so he, they have a family meeting, and he tells them all about. Oh, <laughs> he tells God. them all about okay. his current plot with the wraiths, and they take a vote. Wait, I'm sorry. Dung dung. Go ahead. Dung dung. Oh, Law and Order with Aaron. Law and Order with Aaron. <laughs> <Uh-oh. Todd. laughs> so this motorcycle gang is just a uh, like a disorganized, like whatever sort of crime ring. Like they're not very organized at all. And what Cletus has been doing is stealing evidence from the cops and then planting it. Well, and observing them. Yeah. And also conducting his own, getting his own evidence and then planting it and organizing it in such a way um, to make them look like they are a much more organized crime unit. So he's been, like, writing out um, plans and things and then, like, hiding them in the cars in secret compartments that they don't even know about that he's planted in their cars and stuff. So he's setting them up to all go down for Rico, which is brilliant. It is totally brilliant. (laughs) So I just want to say, and I'm so sorry, sharks, but how is it? That this (laughs) high school educated auto mechanic in Tennessee, who was very smart, completely figured out the most complicated federal law there is, Rico. And fucking Fiona couldn't Google the marital privilege. And she (laughs) 
she's supposedly some kind of super spy State Department fed. <laughs> Period. The end. Sorry. That's all I have to say about that. That's all. Spent nine months on Rico in law school. Cletus got it. <laughs> Marital privilege. Cletus is a goddamn genius. You can figure out on Wikipedia. Fiona <laughs> couldn't quite get there. That's all. You're a dick. I know, I just, she's not my fave. I know. I know. I, can't, I, I still haven't read her book. I need to. sharks with their big teeth. I'm sorry. They're coming after us again. <laughs> I don't know if oh, I can boy. live through it. Okay, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. I stand okay. by it. I hear you. You have to. You have convictions, Erin. That's one of the reasons I love you. Okay, so he tells them all about the Rico thing, mm-hmm. and um, he is gonna have a family vote. Mm-hmm. Basically, it comes down to Jethro, and Jethro abstains. They're gonna vote on like, whether he should keep doing it or not. Yeah, whether he should trigger mm-hmm. the dominoes. Right. And Jethro's like, I can't vote because I told myself that I would never make another decision out of hate, and I can't. I would only make this decision out of hate. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just so noble and kind of annoying, but totally understandable. Yeah. And then he tells them all about Daryl's other family and all the things. And it's really just a gorgeous Winston mm-hmm. scene. It is. Um, they all do a group hug at the end. Oh, until Ashley breaks off to hug only Roscoe. He's so sweet. <laughs> I can't wait for Roscoe's book. Okay. Okay. Do you think that Roscoe is going to be with the the diner lady that's set up in Bo's book, maybe? I haven't read Bo's mm-hmm. book yet. I'm only on like chapter oh, 10 or whatever. Get the fuck I'm on I'm trying it. to right. read Firelight. Jeez. Oh, like, yeah. Don't, fair, don't fair. come down on yeah, me. Yeah, podcast. We're going to have to do another switcheroo if I keep reading Winston's. <laughs> podcast books first. Okay. So then the, the bachelor party that Kalidas has set up happens and it's with his 85-year-old Navy SEAL yeah. friend as the stripper. Yeah, party for Jethro, who's getting married. He's in yeah, charge totally. of the, yeah, 80-year-old so stripper. Good. So none of the brothers are speaking to him because they're real mad <sighs> they're s- that it's an 80-year-old it's male so stripper. Oh, my God. So then Cletus sees the race in the bathroom of a restaurant, and they need to get revenge for Isaac. And so he's like, good, if you want to punch me in the face, that's fine. I just need to talk to all of your women and tell her that they're whores mm-hmm. and they're awful. Yeah. Like Isaac did to my woman. Yeah. And so the, he diffuses that completely. And then it's awesome. And then Jethro's wedding happens. Mm-hmm. And Cletus makes up with Jackson James just like it's great. what Jennifer yeah. wanted. And guess what? He was just like, hey, you pull us over too much. And Jackson's like, yeah, that's fair. I know. Yeah. Won't do it anymore. Because you right. know what? Jackson, not that bad of a dude. The end. No, he's just a goddamn tool. All right. <laughs> and then... She takes him upstairs while everybody else is doing the funky chicken, mm-hmm. and they do some funky chickening of their own. <laughs> um. Is that what you call it, you weirdo? <laughs> no, it just came out of my mouth. I don't know. That's not even a note. That just happened. <laughs> Specifically, this version of funky chickening mm-hmm. <laughs> is that she gives him a blowjob, and she has like because he's like i'm i'm gonna come like mm-hmm. this is amazing mm-hmm. he's like i've made a lot of mistakes in my life but the biggest one was not letting jennifer do this when she offered last week mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but now she's all prepared yeah so he's like i'm gonna come and you don't want that and she's like no i do I've, i'm prepped it's okay and meanwhile i thought because she was no. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross Aaron. Sorry. honestly Sorry. 
<laughs> we're an innuendo podcast. Oh, <laughs> not you're like a. He said this, and she <laughs> responded, "No, I would very much like you to." And I'm like, "What? That's not how." I guess maybe she. I don't know what happened. She can take her mouth off his peen, Aaron. <laughs> Honestly, you, what I'm saying is you set it up. That's all you set it up. I did. I totally set it up. You're right. So, <laughs> yeah. So she's like, no, I've done some reading. I'm prepared for this. And I thought it was going to be like, I like it, the Internet says it doesn't taste that bad. Yeah. But apparently not. Because what she does is she has a, she has a washcloth to spit it out in. Mm-hmm. And then she has mouthwash mm-hmm. to gargle with. Mm-hmm. And then she has a glass of water to drink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god that is such a cletus turn on it is no he was like you prepared for this and she was like i did (laughs) (laughs) and he's like my woman is extraordinary (laughs) yeah no we don't have time for tmi with melody okay (gasps) yes we do so next yes we do (laughs) we do we do i okay i don't know if this is too much my first blowjob oh no (laughs) I hadn't done much reading, mm-hmm. but I also, I don't know, when he came, I just automatically swallowed because nothing else made sense. Right. <laughs> I. <laughs> and so he was like, that was your first time? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, whoa. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I wasn't doing that because like, I'm cool. I was doing that because literally no other option made sense. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't really feel comfortable saying any of the things that I want to say in this moment to you, Melody, my friend. But yeah, I completely understand that sentiment. Like, right? I I don't get it. I don't get everything else. Seems like such a production. I mean, congratulations, Jennifer. But yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, get it. no, Cletus turn on one hundred and one. Yeah. But I don't know what. How, what? <laughs> All right, TMI with Aaron so, and Melody. Moving on. Yeah. Okay, we cool. are a classy romance novel podcast, Melody. We are <laughs> We're not a sex podcast. We no, we've we gotta we shut are it also down. a sex podcast. We're definitely also a sex podcast. No, Melody, Sorry. that's why we can't advertise on Facebook anymore. If we keep saying that out loud, they're gonna <laughs> shut down our Facebook page. <laughs> Have we already said this to our listener? No, we haven't. Hey, listener. Hey. Um, just so you know, we can no longer have ads on Facebook because we are a profane porn sex podcast. (laughs) (laughs) They pulled us. We can't do it anymore. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Some of the other nonsense that is just fine on Facebook is ridiculous. All right. So then Jennifer brings her mom to Thanksgiving also. And it's really sweet because they haven't seen each other for 10 days. He went boar hunting. She's been baking her face off to get prepped Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving. And she's also dyed her hair totally brown. Which is her natural natural color. color. Yeah. And it's so sweet. So then she goes to the door with her mom. Her mom is wearing pants for the first time in maybe ever. Mm -hmm. Because they went to meet the talent agent and they went shopping in New York together. It's so cute. She's also not wearing her wedding ring because she's thrown her dad out. Mm -hmm. They see each other at the door. Cletus immediately brings her into this giant kiss doesn't greet her mom at all because he's just so excited to see her and Bo is like man we gotta move the mistletoe that's the 12th person you've kissed today <laughs> this is like, great joke. that is untrue I have kissed no person in 10 days <laughs> but great joke Bo good work yeah but great good job Bo and then he welcomes her mom in he uh then Cletus takes Jen outside and he kisses her some mm-hmm. more and Jen's like did you notice anything new mm-hmm. he's like your mom's wearing pants <laughs> <laughs> But 
after he finally, after some more really great banter, he finally comes around and he's like, you know, your hair is is great, but you're a lovely Jen. No matter what color you paint your hair, I love it and I love you. His gaze returned to mine and he added on a rumbly whisper, but it's your goodness, kindness, and heart that makes you beautiful. And like, that just just speaks to all of her. It just speaks right to her heart. Mm -hmm. Because like, she's always been worried that people will only like her for her looks because of her stupid fucking dad. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so perfect. Then they have more excellent Winston family moments Mm -hmm. where Cletus says that they're going to make sausage pie. And somebody says, so Jennifer is going to let you put your sausage in her pie. Mm And then there are cake innuendos that I really liked. Like, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the book, Jennifer says, I knew without a doubt this was where I belonged. I'd found my tribe. I'd found my people. I'd found my person. And I found myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, they have sex and he asked her to marry her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the epilogue, Thanksgiving is the mm-hmm. epilogue. Her mom goes he home, her home and then and then that night they have sex. They have unprotected sex. And then he's like, I yeah. could have knocked you up. And he's like, let's just get married. And she's like, all right. No, it's not like that at yes. all. It is. But he says, if we made a baby, I'm not going to stop hounding you until you have me for your husband. And she says, I wouldn't stop hounding you about having me for your wife. Yeah. I don't he's understand like, how. Jennifer, do you want to be my wife? And she's like, yes. And he's like. Then we should get married. Ah! You should see all the like hand gestures, like sweeping <laughs> shoulder movements that were done during that explanation. I feel like you just said the exact same thing that I said. I did, but not with the wrong. I could have knocked you and up. Nuance. Yeah, let's get married. All right. You were not doing justice to Penny Reed I'm and sorry. her masterful pen stroke. Her pen stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Wow, guys. <sighs> wow. I'm pretty happy right now. Me too. Okay. Aaron, do you have a lady love? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got to think of it, and then I'll have it. I have two. Okay. Okay. One is face masks, everyone. Mm-hmm. They're my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Uh, I try to do face masks all the time. My other one is watch Jessica Jones. It just came out on International Women's Day, mm-hmm. um, which at this point will be last week sometime. It is so good, and there's so much dysfunctional lady love that I really love about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a new side of lady love. And more than anything, guys, watch Jessica Jones while wearing a face mask, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It just seems like the correct course of action. That's all I'm saying. Um, Yeah, I don't think I have one. All right, it's mine then. I did two. Mm -hmm. I did one for Aaron and one for I. One for I? Yikes. I need to go back to bed. Yeah, so you can find us on all the things. You can find us on Instagram, at Heaving Bosoms. Facebook, at Heaving Bosoms Podcast. Gmail, at Heaving Bosoms Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter. Twitters. At Heaving underscore Bosoms. And that's it. Okay. Keep being badass. And love yourself as much as you love putting sausage into that pie. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm going to bed. It's two thirty in the morning. All right, love you, Aaron. Love you, Mel. Good night. Bye. Bye. Good night. Hey, you. 
Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.